welcome to the podcast, Peace Ends Podcast. Um, yeah, just uh, give us an introduction of yourself and um, yeah, what you do. Okay. Terrible, terrible introduction. <laughs> well, hey, world, how you doing? I'm I'm Tanja Ogilvie. Um, I am a professional hairdresser, have been for about like 30, going on 30 years this year, July 31st, I'll make 30 years that I've been a hairdresser. I'm <clears throat> 48 years old, a single mother of two, and I'll just say that like I got my inspiration to be an entrepreneur for my dad. He was just like a, a man that took a lot of risk and did a lot of things over his life. And that kind of inspired me because I'm a nonconformist. I, I'm creative. I'm quirky. Um, I don't do politics and, you know, I'm just one of them people that I just like to dance to the beat of my own drum. So, you know, and, and I'm a creative entity and, I don't know. I just liked watching him, you know, like follow his dreams. He wasn't like a in the box kind of person, you know, he just kind of did what he wanted to do. And it, it appeared to me that he was successful, you know, at everything he tried. So that kind of motivated me to want to do that myself. Um, That's awesome. I, thank you. I, what sort, I of, things, what sort of things did your dad, uh, was your dad like kind of doing working with sounds like he was kind of maybe all over the place he was all over the place so like my dad left home at 17 and joined the military so he had 22 years of service in the navy and then after that my dad owned a restaurant um he graduated from college sumi cum laude you know so he was a smart man he did uh quality control work he did work with the military besides his years of service wow um, he sold real estate. He flipped houses. Um, he did That's some awesome. illegal stuff at some point in time, but yeah. like brought him back to the right side. You know, he just, my dad was a risk taker and he was a dreamer. So like anything that he wanted to do or wanted to try, he did. And I, I gravitated to that because that's me. I'm free thinking and, you know, the creative energy, like almost like a butterfly, I guess, just, you know, you just keep metamorphosizing yourself into whatever you want to do so I just seen him mm. you know live out his dreams and and live unapologetically and so that have resonated with me throughout my whole life it's kind of funny because my mom is like exact opposite so she's one of them people regimented and you know everything has a place or whatever and I was like I love my mom but I'm yeah. more like my mom. <laughs> for sure for sure yeah I'm sure they so. sort of balanced each other out for a time while they were married they were married for like 24 years and then they got divorced and you know like i was probably just almost out of high school when they got divorced and then i didn't really understand at the time like most kids don't but like as a grown woman now i understand what it was my dad he needed somebody to believe in his dreams and i'm not saying my mom didn't believe in him but she was more you know everything by the book so right that's right 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 more conservative less risk like a, a more risk at first maybe yeah i'll say that 
<laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know. It's great being your own boss, you know, like if you're a person that you don't do like office politics and, you know, the brown nose in and have to, you know, click with a certain group or whatever. I'm just not like that. I just want to just be free. I love everybody. I'm open to any and everything, you know, all walks of life, people from different backgrounds and things like that. So I'm, I'm really open. And I think that has helped me, you know, be able to get this far doing my own thing, you know, just accepting things and knowing how to get through trials and tribulations and enjoy the ups and get through the downs and everything. Like, it's been good. I, I could say I've been blessed because I've raised two kids by myself, you know, being a hairdresser, I've traveled all over the world and have done a lot of things, you know, so yeah, I'm appreciative of it and still love it still doing it that's what's up Tanja all right I like it yeah so it's cool like like I started cutting hair when I was 15 you know I used to cut my friend's hair in the high school locker room and um the crazy thing was I tried to go to college for like two years because I wanted to get into criminal psychology mm -hmm. which I still have an affinity for but I oh, just yeah. didn't have for going to college like you ever I was watch the podcast or listen to the podcast the crime podcasts i haven't heard of that one i'm gonna have to check it out oh yeah you should like they're they they got really popular for a bit um shoot i forget the name of uh like the main one that started it all but uh yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of crime podcasts out there i'm sure they're like yeah. pretty so do they deal with like true crime and stuff yeah, like the first one was about this, uh, like murder of this teenage of this girl or something in high school, and it was like a like solving the mystery, and it was it was pretty it was pretty dope. It was like really engaging. <laughs> yeah, I love that kind of stuff. I'm gonna have to check it out. See, like my my intent with serial. What I want it's called serial, I think. Serial, like S -E -R -I serial killer. Okay. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to check it out. So like what I used to think was, you have to think about it, especially like with serial killers, it's like another level of genius because you think about how they're able to get away with these crimes over and over. And so what I wanted to do was turn that energy from negative and dark to light and colorful and maybe do like youth intervention to try to help those people change their lives to the betterment of you know they're just living instead of that dark side of killing and that's super you know, brave man i wouldn't even want to like i i'd be like oh <laughs> but no i mean i get it. we're all human and stuff but um yeah that's the serial killer is like the point where it's like you're you're using your like intellect and like all these all these things like what it means to be human you're using all of those things to like kill people and just like master that and 10,000 hour rule that <laughs> it's just like oh man but think about it if you turn that into something positive like how powerful would that be you know yeah but like, how how would you turn like someone who's devoted so much to killing others into like something else well I was I was gonna approach it from a youth perspective not a grown-ass man you know, like <laughs> where their mind is still tangible and yeah you know you can get them to see another side of it because like I think a lot of that stuff is produced from 
experienced and what people have gone through. And oh yeah, it could be somebody has a mental health issue or schizophrenia or whatever, but like some of those people, they just been abused and they weren't nurtured or loved correctly or nobody's paying attention to them. So I was, if I did go into that kind of career, I was going to use that, just nurture that spirit into like a good side or at least try, you know, yeah. like I'm hopeful. I'm a positive person. So I feel like any situation can be turned around. You know, I believe in uh, mind over matter and you can will yourself to stuff, you know, so anything's possible. Yeah. And I think that's really like, right. What you say about like uh, the youth and like uh, helping that out because once people grow up, it's kind of like they get set in their ways a little But when they're young, you can right. create a better environment so they don't like experience all the trauma and stuff or whatever they exactly. experience to make them develop such a like uh, negative mind world. Nature. Yeah, you got to hit them before, catch them before they hit that wall, you know, where it's like the point of no return. Kind of reminds me of the Joker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I exactly. felt I, I wanted him to kill everyone. I was like, yeah, just kill everyone, man. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think any situation can be turned around. Like if you if you are open minded and and you can accept like change, I think anything is possible. Mm -hmm. I think you can your mind is so powerful and, you know, you can will yourself out of being sick or bad situations or whatever, you know, if you have a strong mind and, and a, a good sense and core, I, I just believe that for my own self, I've done it for myself. So that's why I believe it. I know it's to, to be true. I know some people don't think so, but I don't know. It works for me. Yeah. I mean, the placebo effect is a very real uh, phenomenon. And it's like when your mind believes something, it'll just kind of like make it make it true and it's just like yeah it's yeah. it's really 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 weird it is weird but i mean like how do you think people like have faith and i don't know you know you have to believe you know and that's yeah. your mind just controlling that so i don't when know I, I just feel like anything's possible when i was younger i was uh i always thought that faith was such a booby trap because it's like oh yeah you just have to believe and then all these good things will happen to you. So follow like our teachings and what we say, <laughs> have faith. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like you gotta, that's something you gotta kind of experience too, you know, like yeah. it's all personal. Nobody can just tell you it's all right, personal. Right. It is very personal. Yeah. Cause if you fall into that trap, then I feel like that's how people kind of get brainwashed. You know, it's like, well, that was my, head. that was my original look when I was younger, that was kind of my look on religion. It was kind of like a brainwashing thing. Right. And so I was like, ugh, religion's terrible. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> but I, no, I, I get that. Yeah. I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. So I'm led by what my, you know, my discernment in my own individual, I don't know, my spirit tells me I don't I don't follow anything regimented or whatever you know like I don't I don't know I feel like too as a black person we we were like you know because of slavery and stuff I don't know if like the religion and Christianity and all that stuff is really truly what I'm supposed to believe in anyway so 
that's why I go off my spirit because it's more innately in me instead of somebody trying to teach me or tell me something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. I feel the same way. I was, uh, my parents kind of raised us to be like, not specifically religious, but they exposed us to like religion and, um, uh, we were part of the Unitarian Universalist Church, which is like, uh, they kind of try to incorporate all religions into their stuff somehow. Yeah. And um, my, uh, and yeah, even my parents, like my dad was raised like Hindu, but not super strict. And my mom was raised Muslim, but also not super strict. And so yeah. when they got together, they're just like, I don't know the the religion the religion was just kind of like very loose like not but my my mom and dad were always like or my mom at least was always very spiritual and always like kind of into the self um you know uh self-improvement and kind of the spiritual aspects of yeah she was still connected to something definitely but, but it wasn't like a like like religion if you think about it it's more like a it's like a practicing or like, you know, it's, it's a process. Yeah. We're spiritual is there's free, more physical, you know? there's more physical like rules and there's, it's a more defined thing. Exactly. Where spiritual could be anywhere and everything and nothing. And, you know, like it's so wide open. It's, it's yeah. not in a category. You can't categorize it. I like uh, the like thought of us being, um, humans like walking through a spirit world or like spirits walking through a human world or something like that like exactly cool. yeah i love that that's me that's that's how i am it's more freeing you know like it could be anything you're not, there is, you're not pigeonholed one thing that's nice about religion is you have like that i think that's valuable to society and um because it's just like part of human nature is the community it brings together and yes. it creates that sense of community and belonging that people you know you everyone I think I think it's kind of a just a need people have definitely one of the basic ones that's a human need for sure just like being nurtured or loved or accepted or belonging to something I agree yeah so religion does a good job of that but then it but then it like turn but then it, it can have a dark side too where it's like that in group out group mentality where like we're the we're better than you or something like that yeah the judgmental side of religion that's the part i don't like <laughs> yeah I grew up, i'm i'm christian based faith and i grew up in baptist church mm. and you know it used to be like you have to come to church with like women had to wear dresses and you had to yeah. dress a certain this is the old time now people come to church any kind of way and if you're going to accept somebody you got to accept them where they're at you know and and that could be jeans and a t-shirt you know not everybody has fancy clothes to go to church or whatever and honestly that's just the outer layer that that's not talking about their heart or their spirit or you know oh their, yeah yeah for sure but, but some people in the old school that's how it used to be like if you didn't yeah. come to church a certain kind of way they'd be looking at you all crazy and stuff you know but now it's like you got to come as you are because 
if if that's authentically who you are, then that should be good enough. Yeah, that's awesome. But I don't even go to church anymore. It's so sad. I pray and I, I believe in God and stuff, but you know, like like that routine stuff, I'm not into it. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every Sunday or whatever. Yeah, it's been a long time. I'm a heathen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so. so do you participate at all in any like uh church or s- community stuff at all maybe um it's been a minute i yeah i have a long time i i feel bad about saying that but no yeah. i don't it's hard but i, I don't community is in my service you know like what i give to people how i treat people um you know i feel like i'm i am giving it but it, it might not just be the normal way that you you supposed to give but I do a lot you know in spirit and in service just on my own but yeah not, not through a church or well you're you're like giving me your time right now and uh thank you so much for that <laughs> to make a random yeah, podcast like that's awesome thank you <laughs> no this is fun. this is my first time doing anything online zoom or anything so like you giving me something too now I'm not out the loop i'm in the zoom loop yeah now now you can just send people links and just talk to them right it's cool Uh, i like it get a whole group meeting going hey Mm -hmm. need to do that yeah that's what zoom smokers yeah yeah you can have like big smoke sessions like 50 people (laughs) and it's all safe you know the screen would be all smoky we'd just be looking at big clouds (laughs) that'd be cool that'd be cool yeah but this is interesting but like going back to the entrepreneur stuff I yeah yeah I feel like anybody who is a dreamer you should at least try you know like whatever drives your passion you should try it because I feel like you don't want to get to a point in life where you're you have regrets or you are on that woulda coulda shoulda stuff you know like whatever I already feel that way I feel like oh man I'm so regretful and I should have done this, I could have done this, like, but there's still time. So I got to just do, do stuff now. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I love, I like this 3d printing thing right now. It's really awesome. You can just like think of stuff and just like print it out. It's pretty, it's like amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I'm just the type where I feel like you don't want to get to the end of your life. And then you're like, dang, I really wanted to do this. And I really wanted to do that. Like, you know, time waits for no one. So if you have a drive or passion for something, you better try it. Take a, take a chance. You never know. You could become a millionaire or successful, or, you know, you, you feel something in yourself, you know, you'll feel your passion and, and you, you just don't want to live life and have any regrets. That's all I'm saying. No. Yeah. And I feel like that's the big thing I got from my dad. You know, he wasn't regretful about anything. He, he didn't care what people thought, you know, he, he's going to do him and, and, and I love that, that, that really has resonated in my life. I think about like my mom, <laughs> I love my mom. Like, I'm not saying nothing about her, but like, I wanted to, I used to love to dance, right? Yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. And she could not put me in any type of dance classes. Cause I told her maybe when I was 10, that I wanted to be a choreographer and yeah. she's like, no, go to school and be a doctor or a lawyer. But like, Hey, that, that wasn't <laughs> me. That wasn't who I was. And so like, now I'm 48 years old. I need to go take me a dance class because I've never took a dance class, but oh, I have yeah. a daughter. Oh, yeah. And I put her in dance class and she got so much out of it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, man, this whole Corona thing, like, I am I guess there's not many 
like really, yeah, too many classes going on. Maybe outside classes, but I think they're pretty hard to come by. Or you do some online stuff, but I think that yeah. when everything opens up, I might do that just to, you know, feel that desire that I had. Have you ever thought about ago. doing musical theater? Nope, never. Are you thinking never. about it now? Not for myself, but I have a daughter that really creative like that and she's yeah. interested in stuff like that so I, I push that stuff with my kids like because I'm a dreamer and they're also creative entities I push like do it just try it you how old is your daughter how old is she uh-huh 15 so you're gonna have to take her everywhere anyway no she's gonna be 16 in like three weeks she got a car she'll be able to okay drive okay all right all right all right <laughs> No, but I'm, so I'm just saying it, it's a nice thing for families to do too. Like, like uh, a lot of times a mom and a daughter will do the play together and it's just, you know, yeah. it's just a nice fun thing. Uh, my, the first play I did, my mom did it with me when I was like a kid and it was pretty fun. Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. <laughs> oh, and what yeah. were your characters? I was you? just like a random ass kid, just like playing in like doing okay. a certain merry circle. I, I just remember doing that. And then a that lot of playing cool. cards in the back in the green room. <laughs> right. Well, that that's an idea. We'll have to see what happens once everything opens back up and they start letting people do that stuff again. That might yeah. be an idea. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But yeah, for you too, you better get out there and, and anything that you ever wanted to do, you better push the limits and go ahead and do it. Yeah, it's it's so hard to get started on things. I just like I I'm a terrible procrastinator. I just procrastinate like so like i'm very good at procrastination actually it's like a skill <laughs> that is an acquired skill believe me i think we all have that issue so you yeah. know by yourself yeah i still have to like uh get that trick wrapped around my head where i can procrastinate about procrastinating sometimes i can kind of do that but it's well i'm gonna say go for what you know just Put yeah. your put that toe out there and, and try it and see what happens. It might be cold, but it's okay. Go. <laughs> All right. Do it. Yeah. Yep. Do it. Try it. I, I, I will, Tanja. I will. You better. You know I'm going to hold you to that, too. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, you hold me to it. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. You got to, like, maybe think about the top three things that you've wanted to do your whole life and start with number one and, and just attempt and see what happens you never know you might well really I have it. I have this goal I want to make a play but okay. I keep procrastinating on writing the script like I do it in bits and pieces but it's just like uh it's hard to get sit down and just like do it I can't like right. I, I can but it's just like I never end up doing it it's like keep putting it off put other things but I also have other things going on too that I'm also interested in too so it's like excuses but also like semi-valid excuses but it's also I also waste a lot of time it's poor time management and prioritizing what is a priority you know and then yeah. too like your creative energy like maybe you you gotta do something to help cultivate the idea to help push it forward because I get like that too I'll be like oh I want to do this and then I just either don't have the energy or it's not cultivated some way or I don't know it's so I have a question light. for you yes what's some um do you have any like time management tricks or uh, like, what's your general time management strategy? <laughs> I suck at time management. So, <laughs> yeah, that, it's, that is it's tough. I feel like I need a secretary. That would be dope. <laughs> right. 
I suck at time management, but like with the hairdressing, um, you know, it is time conscious. So I've gotten a lot better over the years. Mm-hmm. And that forces you I'm, to be. I'm, yes. Like I'm usually late. I'll be honest with you. Oh, they removed the 40 minute limit. Thanks, Zoom. Yeah. We can, wow, we've been going for 40 minutes. That was, it didn't seem like it. How's your uh, hair person? Do they need to? Yeah, I'm going to have to go in and check on her. And plus my battery is getting low. So I don't yeah. know, maybe we have to do us a part two or something. Yeah, definitely. We we'll definitely yeah, do a part two. That This was re- really good. Like, uh, I really liked learning about your dad and your inspirations and stuff. That's really awesome. Like, uh, Thank thanks for you. sharing. Thank you. I appreciate that. My dad, he passed away like two years ago and I, I have like a big void in my life right now because he's gone, but you know, he, he instilled a lot of good things in me. I miss that man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout but out to your this, dad. Thank you. <laughs> big Cecil up in the sky. Right. So are you going to Oakland tonight? Or are you in Santa Clara? Working from home. Oh, okay. You're doing the computer, huh? Yeah, I can just take a shower, sit down, get to oh, going. Okay, well, that's easy. It's well, I got to go in and drive at six. All right, sounds yeah. good. Okay, well, we can do this again. I liked it. I enjoy you. And you know you're such a sweetheart. I love you so much. Love you too, Tanja. Thanks for doing the podcast. And till next time, <laughs> peace, it's <All> out. Right. <laughs> <laughs>